to tell him Steve Dave Town justice system. The ants are represented by two separate but equally important people. Troy, who investigates crimes, and Walt, who prosecutes the offenders. Or sometimes Gidden prosecutes the offenders, and Troy wonders what he's doing there in the first place. These are their stories. I, I, I'm still kind of burning about you saying, like, if you want a new lawyer. for that sentence to be uttered. All these horrors. Here what it comes down to. Here I knew we would get to this. The entire tribe. <laughs> Steve Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Em Steve Dave. My cousin Quinny. Trial by fire ants. Judge Johnson took a historic week-long recess. In fact, it didn't even look like he was coming back until Ming Chen put him on blast on Twitter and uh, he was sort of muscled into uh, rejoining the court session. Uh, Chris Forever in Our Hearts Ghost Pussy LaDonda was on the stand when we last left and, and as we rejoin the session... Robert Stranger Danger Bruce will be taking the stand. Also, when court was in recess, uh, Judge Johnson made a historic overturning of a decision that was made on Twitter. Chris Forever in Our Hearts Goes Pussy Ladondo's informal Twitter poll as to whether his mannequin joke was funny or not uh, seemed to have approval on Twitter, but Judge Johnson says no. He threw out that verdict, and it has been declared unfunny and uh, not worthwhile. So let's get back to the proceedings. All right. Uh, I'd like to call one Robert Bruce to the stand. Wow. He's not it. This is, this is good. It's a rare appearance by Robert is, Bruce on Tom Steve Dave. This right? Is this is what your lawyer did. He pulled out all the stops. Love it. Yeah, anybody on the street that was walking by. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing for the next two hours? <laughs> hey, guys, stealing our boxes. You want to be at a trial? <laughs> but I figured, you know what? Like, that's got to be that's got to be a lot of weight. The, the juries, the juror has to uh, think about when you bring Robert Bruce in because we don't bring him in so rarely do we use him right. that this only for the, the when he, we need a big gun. I'm curious to see what this. Or is you're going. grasping at straws. One of the two. <laughs> yeah, Frank Frank Five wasn't able to make it. Frank Five, got Rob Bruce. All right, uh, can you swear him in, Maxwell? Rob Bruce, step forward, please. We're pressed for time, and I don't really know much about you. So, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So, help you God. Sure. Right on. You can be seated. I got to give my full name. Yes, Robert Hunt Bruce. Okay. You did say Hunt. Hunt. <laughs> Robert Hunt. Yes. Okay. Can you state for the courtroom your occupation? I am a pop culturist by trade. I am also a consulting producer on AMC's uh, Comic Book Men. I'm also the on-air expert. I run the research department for the TV show. I've been on uh, 27 of the 72 episodes that will air. 
I also uh, run the NJ Harcon Film Festival, um, <laughs> an eBay, you know, count. Well, that'll be what feature, kind of feedback you got on eBay? That'll, that'll be feed- over twelve thousand, all Gypsy. positive. Wow, wow. That's, an honest that's a man person. with integrity. <laughs> integrity, honesty. Are you a power seller? I am a power seller. Yes. What about a power bomb? No, I was about to baby two by second. <laughs> well, now, will that uh, film oh. festival will that be, will, will that be featuring any local yes, uh, uh, prominent filmmakers? Uh, Brian Johnson. Oh, re- oh, really? Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, you know, now for your role as um, for the uh, you know gathering information for the for the uh, transactions on comic book men. Yes. Some uh, background on on items that are brought in. Correct. You will. What is? How do you perform that um, in that capacity? Well, it's usually done by proxy. Uh, we we try to pick items and people bringing them in that have a comedic sort of uh, uh, edge to them. This is totally not, funny. Not your everyday item. Uh, I also work in the creative side, so I actually work on the show a month before we start shooting right. in uh, June, as opposed to July. So a lot of the setups that come down the pike, you know, not giving away too much behind the curtains, are you know created and done by uh, by a, group. a trial or a biography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we asked a question. I'm trying to answer. Let the man speak. Let the man speak. Right. Now you, right. you. I mean, I don't want to take a hundred percent credit for the show, but you know, a group. But you you will uh, you will give the cast members some notes on some some background on items, right? Yes. And have any of those notes ever been used by the cast members to um, in the material yes. that uh, yeah, you know some of the been, funny material yeah, that is sure. I mean, it is done. There's a group of us who you know work in creative, so it's I can't. Take so anything. I'm trying to show the courtroom why you're here tonight because. You know funny. I know funny, yes. And you know Brian Quinn, correct? I, I know, I've known Brian Quinn since the uh, conception of Tell Him Steve Dave uh, six years ago. He's trying to establish that you're, you're not just a weirdo that has a million obscure toys nobody cares about. Uh, <laughs> and as your role is – And pop culturist you mentioned. What is, and what is that role well, It's entail? a sociology – you know, sociologist, uh, modern sociologist. You look at uh, things that sell <laughs> – um, it, it's, it is sociology. Now, do you have a doctorate in po- <laughs> and pop culture? Is is an aspect of sociology because you order, pick order. <laughs> that are based on sociological okay, okay, okay. background. All right, all right. You know, because Bozo the Clown, Larry Harmon, who's dead, who lived in Staten Island. That's right. Okay. He he reached out to a certain Poor segment of the uh, the audience. All right. I thought you would fucking tell me about like thinking like lightsabers are worth a certain amount of money. like you know. What you but no, but as, beyond that. So it's not the value. It's uh, fair to say, as a pop culturist, you would have your fingers on the pulse of a nation. And what in terms of the pop culture landscape? Uh, uh, right, the culture of, of of a country. Can you place the? Brian Quinn and his Impractical Jokers uh, uh, companions well, I, on that landscape of pop culture icons. Where would you place them? The audience. Uh, right now. Right the now. audience. No, oh, this man I, right I sitting think, right here. You know, they're right on the forefront of modern comedy. They certainly, uh, you know, created something that was based on Alan Font and Candid Camera. Comes out of that background, but you know, watching uh, Brian develop on the show. He's he's definitely got that uh, that Abbott and Costello bud. Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> but but Abbott like straight man, you know, kind of comedy. He, he seems to be like the straight guy on the show a lot of times. But the other three are homos. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. And that's really difficult to do, and, and, and the show obviously is doing extremely well. Right. Now, in your, in your own words, uh, would, could you explain why you believe Brian Quinn to still be relatable after all he's – all he's well, accomplished. I think, he, as it with with a Bud Abbott or uh, you know one of the, one of the oh, that name has come up more tonight. <laughs> Marx Brothers, like a, like a gummo, gummo Marx, or you know th- those were everyday kind of people. Those right. were like your your common man. Right. And, do, and, and do we have a reference that people who listen to the podcast can relate to? Yeah, uh, is your pop culture. Does it does it go into the twentieth century? Yeah. Okay. But you know, obviously, to make money, early twentieth century. Did you ever see the Great Train Robbery? (laughs) (laughs) I think what he's trying to say is. Don't be, go ahead. <laughs> Tell us what he's trying to say because I, I don't think anybody he's listening knows. To you want to talk about average, everyday, relatable guy? There's no abs here. Yeah. Just slightly overweight. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you know. I don't. I don't go and I don't get. You know. I mean, you, you don't get no surgery done to make yourself look hands, more handsome than you already are. That's right. You haven't been under the knife, huh? You're that good. No liposuction. <laughs> don't dye my hair. Don't mm. work out. No, that's a good thing Mike isn't <laughs> here. What a salesman. As it was previously stated, he still lives in Staten Island, drives a, a modest car. Why the fuck is that such a big deal? <laughs> I, 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 I really don't, don't get it. You don't forget, not Staten forgetting Island? your roots? That you don't think that's important? To being fucking, to keeping it real? Yeah. Nah, just because you don't want to yeah, move because the taxes are higher doesn't prove that you're loyal. Yeah, but you could live in New York City. You could live yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, you got to pay the mansion tax. New York City, Your Honor. <laughs> the, the, point, the point is that his production office is in Manhattan. He films a lot in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. He could be living in a much, you know, I'm not saying much nicer, but he could live in a nice apartment in Manhattan somewhere. Mm-hmm. And instead, he goes home every day, right. commutes. And, and, and I think commutes. that says a lot about exactly. You know, his every man. His unwillingness to just move because it's a pain in the ass. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you know, I want to keep it real. That's all cool. <laughs> so you. So um, it, it would. So you want to go home so you can see your the your your res the residents and your brethren on uh, Staten Island. Because you like you love going home and seeing. Right. And, and, from, from his ring camera. Right. <laughs> Which, by the way, a ring, uh, if you go to ring.com slash tell them TSD, you can get ring. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's you are you are saying tonight, though, without any pressure whatsoever by, put on you by Brian Q. Right. And putting words in your mouth <laughs> that uh, he does no comedy. The, the Reddit comments were unwarranted. And he's very relatable. I, yes or no? I, I, yes or no? Yes. Okay. No further questions. <laughs> Excellent. He took down the Halloween decorations. He took down the Halloween decorations. Yeah, I have, I have what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have it for him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bruce, are you currently medicated? No. <laughs> not at this moment, no. Thank Why you for asking. Why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, so you, you seem to be an expert on Impractical Jokers. Do, do you watch the show a lot? Uh, I have watched it, yes. Would do I watch, watch it a lot? No. But I've watched it. Probably, you know, 25, 30 episodes. I don't know if that's a lot. Now, how, what, how many t- episodes have you shot? Uh, I think we're up to 130. Yeah, so it's... So, yeah, about now, how do you find time when you're eBaying for 16 hours a day? Uh, I do other things other than just eBaying, but I, I have a, a television on 24 hours a day, you know, when I'm sleeping, it's still on. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, 
So it's still on and you're at the flea market. It's, it's still on right now in it. my office. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, you refer to yourself as a pop culturalist. Uh, no. I you don't refer to yourself as a pop culturalist. No, pop cultureist. <laughs> pop cultureist. Right. Is there a difference? Well, it's spelt wrong. Not to fucking anyone else. <laughs> yeah. And that's true, but it's a word that I created, pop cultureist. Oh, you, you oh. trademarked it? No, I created it. I don't have to trademark it. It's historical fact. So, Google. It's historical fact? Google. So no, go- so no governing body hands out the title of pop culturist. Right. Okay. So in other words, if I were to say, call myself King of America, that would be true? <laughs> you don't look like Donald Trump. I, I, answer my question, please. It's president of No. I call myself that. No, but – I, so what do I do? do I, could. Like, I guess you know what? If you want to call yourself king of America, I could lean on that. So, so you're need, called your king of America. You don't have to fight it out with the other kings of America, king which of I'm America sure there's a, a, a padded room somewhere full of them. So you're saying your title oh, yeah, actually means Because the guy who calls himself the pop no, culturist. I call myself the pop well. culturist because <laughs> that's what I am. My business is He's pop culturist. He's the guy you stay away from in that room. This is probably how because people talked so. to Thomas Edison when he was inventing right. stuff. They were like, you can't just invent stuff. <laughs> no. you know, you're just going to call it a light bulb? Yeah, what are you, just going to make a light bulb? <laughs> Somebody's got to be on the bleeding <laughs> fucking front. Right. Somebody well, has because, to right. create because things. Edison didn't just add IST to a word. He's your witness, Walt. <laughs> Edison is your witness. Edison is dead and gone. We still have yet to see we, is, where this is going. Okay. You can't so, judge him halfway through the, jur- the journey. You can only jur- applaud the fact. Half, halfway is being awfully kind. You can only applaud the fact that he has the at, balls. We're looking at two right now. He has the balls to create something but, new in this but, country. But, you know, I, I went Despite to my, the mockery. He's an innovator. I went yeah. to my first convention in 1975. <laughs> Okay. I, I've been to 1,100 conventions. The, cred. the course, course of the going cred to all those shows and conventions and dealing with with pop culture items and and you know owning a, a record slash comic slash yeah. used toy store for ten years, right. doing the things that people yeah. like you don't do. Yeah, and you jump no. off horses. Right. <laughs> I do not. I'll allow it. <laughs> Finally, the fucking judge is on my side. If I want to come up with a word and then, you know, Googleize it, then what the fuck? Googleize it. I just made up two words. <laughs> yeah. I want to go on record that Googleizing is a term that I just created. Nice. All right, so I guess apparently if I call myself king of the world. You've already said that you're king of the world. You're king of America, now you're king of the world. But I guarantee you that there's a room full of king of the world peoples. There's not a room full of pop culture. I'm, sure I'm sure you've been in a convention with them. There will be. So, what if there? What if there was somebody else calling himself a pop culture? Oh, no, there actually, cultures? actually, there is a group called. They call themselves the, the pop cultureists with an S. But they actually founded that saying. after I created the word. So, so you, you, you haven't them? gone after? Why them? would I sue them? Because oh, okay. if you Google pop culturist, I'm the first it. person that pops up. So as long as something comes up first on Google, that works for me. Wouldn't it oh, work that for makes you? It official. Well, or if you're going to pay Google Ads? Yeah, yeah, but I'm not paying anybody shit to. Uh, for, you, you don't think? Wait, I'm excuse me. Wait, we're getting a little. Uh, don't we're worry frazzled. about it. You're ahead right now. It's all right. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. So, um, it's a sham title. It's. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> just because he gets a Twitter handle, puts his face on stickers, and flashes them all over the country, doesn't mean that it, it's true. Like, uh, like if you steal a website and call yourself Tell Steve Dave, you're not oh, Tell Steve. Oh, I got it. I got it. I've never oh, called myself Tell Steve Dave. I got Dave. it. 
I've always been get him Steve Dave. Uh-huh. Actually, you know, we met <laughs> before distinction. that. Right. And look at how long ago that was. Right. really Arguing about I've always been get him Steve Dave with such with such passion as well. Just thinking of lunacy right now, Troy. He's arguing about being the pop culturist with like with like dogs on raw meat they're going after each other. You can see it in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> if he can be an expert because he made up a word, I can be an expert because I call myself Get Him Steve Dance. All right, you're both experts. Let's move on. <laughs> the buzz around today's trial is, of course, will Brian Quinn be found uh, guilty or will he go free to do more episodes of Tell Him Steve Dave? But a close second is a company that provided all of today's buffet, Blue Apron, uh, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They have a mission to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. They have an impact on the community. They have an impact on households. Some uh, upcoming meals that we can look forward to. Judge Johnson's going to try to drag this out as long as he can so he can get free food. So this is, uh, we're looking at some cashew chicken stir fry with tango mandarin and jasmine sauce. Roasted pork with apple, walnut, and farro salad. Crispy baramundi. I mean, who doesn't like that? With quinoa and roasted carrot salad. Udon noodle soup. And miso horny and soft-boiled egg soup. Uh, no, miso soup, sorry. Uh, anyway, all ingredients are not created equal. We know that. Uh, the good things, uh, the good thing about Blue Apron is it's affordable. There's a huge variety. It's flexible. You can customize your recipes. It's easy and it is guaranteed that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. So check out this week's menu and get your free three free meals. Wow. Your first three free. Whoa. Your first three meals free with free shipping. See that? Let me say, try to say that three times quickly. That's crazy. First three meals free with free shipping. Three free meals. I can't even do it. It's ridiculous. Uh, not for the tongue twisters, Blue Apron. People got to eat. Oh, you want me to bite my tongue when I can't eat your delicious food? Uh, blueapron.com slash T-E-S-D. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I think they stole Blue Juice, the right side of cool. I think they stole that from me. It sounds too close. I'll be suing you, Blue Apron. So now, Mr. Bruce, in regards to testimony before, isn't it true the notes that you proclaim so you know highly that, that he supplies that, that on complex? That yes. is not true. You didn't, you didn't you didn't claim your notes were that good. No, my no notes are excellent, but I write them. I don't copy and paste them like some people. I never said that. No, but you were leading that but, direction. But, but you're fun. about to. <laughs> <laughs> plus, plus, your entire fucking attack is copy and pasted from Brian Johnson's notebook. Don't think you can't fucking see it. How you sitting there comfortably with Johnson's hand up your ass? <laughs> fucking puppeting your fucking mouth. Statement. I, see your fucking, I see his fingers in your throat. <laughs> your fucking gap teeth. Don't be shaking, get him. You're doing great. <laughs> well, Mr. Bruce, if that's, if that's a testimony that you want to go with, even though it's this own. Is, Judge, I don't understand what the prosecutor's saying. No one does. Repeat the question, please. Look, I only would say if he's willing to lie about copying and pasting things, I'm going to say we should throw out his testimony. I beg your pardon. 
I actually have my books are like right across the street. I can bring them. You've written books? Well, no, the, the notebooks. I keep, oh. I keep so all my notes. So you were denying. Notebooks. You were denying that anything that's written on the call sheets as Rob Bruce's notes is all your. Have own. you ever seen Rob Bruce's yes, notes? Yes, I have. <laughs> Why are you seeing? Yes, Property I have. I looked AMC. online and I saw I the exact same jokes online. written by someone on their blog. What are you talking about? Jokes? I don't write jokes. Yes, you did. You put them in little parentheses. I they don't were copied and pasted write directly jokes. From a website. Do I ever write jokes? I don't know. I never. You get the notes. Have you ever seen <laughs> no, jokes? Uh, if the, uh, I don't know. If if they were supposed to be jokes, they weren't funny though. Well, there you go. Right. They so you don't jokes. know funny. I don't. <laughs> get out so of here. You just you just copied the jokes you have me. No, I do research for the item. Do you have an, exa- an example of one of these? Oh, jokes? Oh yeah, would be uh, would be a Duke the uh, dog. Okay. It was a member on the notes. It was a thing about Duke having a periscope in an elevator. And I found that on someone else's blog post. What the fuck are we talking about now? <laughs> you I can't believe I've it's never... taken that long for that sentence to be uttered. I've, 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 what the fuck are we talking about? I've never, I've never had a, do- a dog named Duke. It's Duke the Wonder Dog, asshole. It's actually, it's actually not Duke. It's not Duke, Duke, Duke the Wonder Dog. What's that? It's not Duke the Wonder Dog. What was it? It was Duke the Action Dog. Just no wonder. Google eyes right. You know, you know why? You know why? Because that's a man who's doing his research. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's like all about research. If, if, if the side of the box says he comes with an elevator and a periscope, and you're just saying it comes with an elevator and a periscope because it's on the side of the box that was originally printed in 1973, then how can that be plagiarizing? Because the note said, why would a dog have a periscope? And I found that on someone else's blog. It was on the box. Is that a joke? I'm, I'm so sorry. Said, why would a dog like, have a periscope the that they're selling to kids? I don't know what like a legitimate question. Why the fuck would a dog have a periscope? Yeah. But exact, again, what he wrote what he wrote under Rob Bruce's notes was found on another person's Yeah, but you know, that was, but, but those were not, private that's notes you, that's not such a owned by AMC, words not given to public dissemination. It's called research, bitch. And, and they were not allowed quiet, quiet, to be quiet, quiet, out in the, the public down. opinion or the public people. Again, you so asked, how did you get them? All right, man. Where did you steal those notes from? I didn't steal we didn't steal them. He, he could see them here. I, yeah, those notes. Everybody works here. Plain he probably, doctrine. Uh, so you're you're rooting <laughs> around and Mike Zapsic stuff behind this, the counter, you're, you're, stealing uh, Robert, notes. Robert, oh, Robert, oh, Robert. Jack Hughes. He probably found them in the garbage. This is why you. This is why it's taken four years that you would come back on Tom Steve Day. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, you got too carried away. You get too passionate. Yeah. Just for the record, that that's called acting. He's not being bullied by Mr. You should try it when you're on the show. <laughs> and the truth. A pop culturist, an actor. The truth. Yeah. You, yeah. Can't, you can't handle the truth. Oh. oh, Lord. I'm sure you made up that line as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this witness. All right. Oof. Who All thought right. it would end so uh, fiery? Wow. Do we want? Do wow. we need to? We need to keep this witness on the stand? Is there anything that needs clarification? Do you think? Well, you're an expert in uh, pop culture, right? That is correct. Okay. Now, in your opinion, is Impractical Jokers and Tell Them Steve Dave important to the current pop culture? I believe that they will be relevant within the zeitgeist of pop culture for the next 10, 20 years. There will be references made to them. So in some some respects, yes. Now, now history is unfolding itself every day. So who knows what 10 years is going to bring. But I think that, that the qu- amount of material that's being produced will have a long-term ramification in the future of podcasting humor, television humor, mm. 
So, yes, I, okay. will, I will say that. Someday okay, people will talk about us like we talk about Abbott and Costello. <laughs> <laughs> and in your expert opinion, that's based primarily on the humor in the show. Correct. And part of that humor is offered by the defendant. Absolutely. No further questions. That's it. Yeah, it really, it really got off track about pop culture. Visualizing <laughs> <laughs> and, and dog periscopes. Take America. I think it's very telling. Am I going on the stand? You are going to be about all I was going to ask okay. you, but uh, I was going to ask yeah. you: Do you want to uh, testify yeah, on your I behalf? Want to you want to get up there? I mean, I I, but I, you're going to open yourself up to cross. That's you don't fine. have, you know, if you take the what's it called when you don't go when you don't testify? Like the fifth. Is that, no, not no, the I'm fifth, waving right? my rights. Yeah, waving his rights to testify. Okay, you're going to wave him, huh? I want then you're going to then you're going to be up there mano a mano against Gidham. You ready for that? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I, okay, I'll take that risk. <laughs> you take that risk? <laughs> yeah. You're not to answer the tough questions, the hard questions. Willing to, willing to, willing to. I'm not. I have nothing to hide. Okay. okay. Well, let's go up there and be All sworn right. in. Is the Bible, please. All right. Brian Q. Quinn, step forward, please. Place your right hand on this 2015 tax return. Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God and Rosie O'Donnell? I do. Right on. You can be seated. Let's, for the record. Yes. What does Tom Steve Dave mean to you? It's, imagine, uh, imagine you're on a boat, Walter, if I can. I can imagine okay. it. And, uh, you I, wanted are, to, I wanted to paint sunsets on a boat. Beautiful. Right. And you're on that boat, and that boat's going in a certain direction, and then a storm comes. And the boat, you're thrown off the boat. You're into a world that you never expected. You're, you're, you're afraid of drowning. You don't know what's going on. You're confused. Your you're pants are all fucked up. You go. And then you come. You Ooh. come to an island that, for some reason, is well-stocked with food and love and support and friendship, comfort, warmth, fire. That's what Tom Steve Davis to me. Tom Steve Davis Island? Yeah. In my crazy life, dude, uh, it, where I don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next. You're Vita Loca? Fr- from the time I was a fireman, dude, and I was, uh, and I was uh, running into buildings, unsure if every time I went to work I was going to die in service of other people. Uh, the craziness of that to the uncertainty of having a TV show, um, to retiring from the fire department, to, to – to, navigating uncertain success and how long it's going to go and no ability to plan a, a, a life and all that craziness. Tom Steve Dave is the one thing uh, that I come to um, in my life that brings me comfort and joy, serenity and stability. And that's what Tom Steve Dave is to me. It's been alleged that as a fireman, all you did was snake toilets and pump out basements. Any truth to that? It, uh, it is unfortunately part of the job. <laughs> but you don't get medals for doing that, my friend. I'm not going to tell you who alleged it. It, yeah. it, could, be, it could be a member of, uh, you know, it could be co-counsel to Walt and get him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Now let's address some of these, some of these, com- these accusations. Okay. They're hanging above, above, over your head right now. Sort of Damocles hanging over my head right now. The Hillary joke. Can you once and for all explain what what it was meant to be? What why it didn't come to? Uh, why didn't that, the punchline was never delivered? Well, the punchline was never delivered because it was. Look, this was an example of me making myself willing to make myself look bad to the audience. Um, I know the audience. success. Yeah. <laughs> In a different way. I know the audience knows me well enough to know that I was saying everything about supporting her 
with a certain tone of voice and with a shit-eating grin on my face, right? That you can obviously say through and, that. And rightly so, they called me out on that, which was what so they were you, supposed to so do. So you agree with some of the, uh, well, some of the, some of the backlash? Well, the whole idea was like, I keep supporting her and I keep insisting that I'm sincere. You guys tell me that I'm not the whole time. The audience tells me that I'm not. I sincere. And then I'm revealed to be a complete fraud when she appears on a practical jokers and it becomes clear to everybody that the only reason i was supporting her was because she was coming on my tv show so that is in essence what happened when she didn't appear you didn't there was no you couldn't carry through with the punchline it was it was, it was beyond your, your your control i took a shot walt and it it didn't it didn't succeed right but if it had it would have involved possibly the president of the united states on on tell him steve you took a you took crazy. a shot now has Michael Jordan hit every shot he took? Oh, no. Has Babe Ruth hit a home run every time at the bat? Absolutely not. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, was some of the, what was some of the... Oh, the, um, the taxes. The fucking taxes. references. <laughs> the taxes. Yeah, Babe Ruth. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yeah, the taxes. The taxes thing. Now, this has always been... Um, yeah. This has been, I think, the one that we need to, once and for all... Squash that uh, you're insensitive, or that you don't want to pay your pay your fair share to Uncle Sam. You are the one of the most patriotic beings on the that has on two legs. Correct. I do consider myself that. Yeah. So can, let's explain the tax joke. First of all, can I say can I say something about the tax joke? I was it a joke? <laughs> realize that I might have I might have just beat that horse into the ground. Um, and I think that if you listen to the last few months of telling Steve Dave, there's really almost no tax references, even though we're fucking approaching tax season. Okay? <laughs> Is your client admitting to guilt for every single count? No, no. I'm <laughs> he, he, uh, yeah, he did it. Yeah, you are. But you know I, I, what? Yes, with a bot. <laughs> no, it's not. I, 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 let me explain myself. Like I said about telling Steve Dave, it's like this was the place where I, as, as we were sending a popularity on Impractical Jokers, I – Thought and still feel like this is the place that I can come and be myself. And for the ants who were with us from the beginning, like I thought, perhaps wrongly, that they would be interested on the inside view of what it's like to be on this ride. I guess I was wrong about that. You know what I mean? And and when I heard annoyance about the tax thing, like I just but maybe you didn't. Kept pounding you, it. you kept pounding it, but, but it came from a place of like. How many how fucking people, of how many people <laughs> that you that you see? Where's my violin? In, <laughs> I was trying to be honest. It didn't I go just right. bought three of them. It, I was it, trying to be honest. You were keeping it real. I was trying to keep it real because, like, this but, is the place that we come to talk about stuff that bothers us. Also, while keeping it real, there was a level of sarcasm. Correct. Yeah, I mean, of course. Once ha, ha, it started bothering people, then I started hitting the. It's fair to say that it almost entirely was done in sarcasm. I correct? Say entirely, but no, but it was brought up a lot. <laughs> It'd be better be for you. <laughs> I gotta be honest. After a certain point, it definitely. Because then I could say that maybe it's the maybe it's the listeners who don't get sarcasm that are to blame. I'm gonna be honest. So you blaming well. me? I'm gonna be honest. Like a after a certain point, it definitely became that. But I, I in retrospect, don't even think it was the right decision. To do that, wow! I think I, think I let think the I, record show. I, think that I hit that button a little too hard. The man ha is under oath, and he's taking it very gotta be seriously. Only yeah. a common man would do that. Yeah. The man who makes four hundred and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
sucking my dick. Yes. Uh, Let's address that elephant in the room. Okay. Yeah, and address it slowly. <laughs> uh, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I'm confused by that because either so am I. Either I shoot you. Either I come in and ruin overkill. And and all your stories, like I'm constantly being told. Well, we're now we're moving. I think we're moving on to the Prussians. Wait, okay. Well, no, 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 not Prussian okay. devil. But the but the complaint about it is that every time you bring something to overkill, I I poo poo it, right. and shoot it down. No, that was the so, game. So how am I? Or the game? Fine, thank no, that, you. That was, thank that, you, prosecution. That I appreciate that. I appreciate that. that You're absolutely about right. Poo pooing was thank on you. the game. Sucking I appreciate dick that. Was on other things. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, or you bring in a game. Sucking dick was there. It just wasn't. <laughs> or you bring in a game and you work hard on it. And I guess the question I have is like, how can I ruin all the work you do and ruin the games that you come up with and shoot it down all your hard work and suck your dick at the same time? Again, I two don't understand. An impossible feat. It's a conundrum for sure. Because they two entirely different statements. It, well, we're talking about two of the same people, so it doesn't matter. The very fact that you are that you are uh, shitting right. makes it impossible for you to perform fellatio. That's right. That's I, I think so, yeah. So I, I'm confused of what... Are you guys in a 69? Because... <laughs> <laughs> We can't rule it out. <laughs> this is true. He is right. He is right. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. So I agree. There's been no. There's been no. Not even light petting. You know what I. You know what I think. <laughs> let's hear. Okay. Even over the pants. Where's where that, Troy? Q also needs to lay off sucking Walt's penis. All he does is fawn and agree with everything Walt says. All really? he does. All he does. All I do. The prosecution said. All I do. Have they never heard a game of dyslexia? <laughs> <laughs> right? Interesting. But it goes down to the other statement. It's definitely inconsistent. It's definitely inconsistent. Right? I mean, yeah. it's totally false statement, totally without any merit, unfounded, unfounded. untrue. Unfounded. I think what the, he, they may be responding to is how close I've grown to you over the years and how much I treasure your friendship and love you as a person. Maybe that's coming true, but you and I disagree frequently. frequently. I, I would, and it, it, but in that, and during those disagreements, Never is there no. either dick sucking or, or, or ass kicking. Literally no. or figuratively. No. Right. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just right. want to make that super clear to this asshole who wrote that. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whenever Walt says something. I withdraw something, my statement. <laughs> whenever, Walt says, <laughs> whenever Walt says something dumb, you, this person claims for you to be on the verge of orgasm. Maybe sometimes. I'm right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe sometimes. I mean, you're funny, and and you say dumb things sometimes for effect. And if I find that funny, like if I didn't, well, what the fuck would I be doing here? Every yeah, week? why wouldn't you? Work, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's address the get him bashing. Okay, let's address the get him bashing. Is it not true that any get him bashing is done solely for comedic effect and for the show's benefit and off mic? You guys it's are- his dick or something. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, I guess, I guess you could say that I that I bash him and that I invite him to premieres and and ask him to hang out with me and and try and raise money for his teeth and 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 retweet him so his Twitter numbers get up so I know he cares about that stuff. I, I guess you, I guess all those could be seen as bashing. I guess in some people's. Del- Delusional eyes. Possibly. Well, there's this person who wrote in. They have no mixed feelings about anyone in their life. Can, can I ask you something? Do you think that get him typed up these notes on the iPad I gave him? 
when he said he didn't have uh, ability to play music in the store? I can confirm with 100% he did. He did. Okay. That's okay. That's some bashing I do. That's not true. That's not true one bit. What? We went out to dinner. Whose iPad did you bring? That's not that, those notes right there. But whose iPad did you bring to dinner? I brought the iPad that you gave me. Okay. okay. I can attest to that. All right. Uh, All right. From you, let's go over this one. Um, uh, the Bragger. The Bragger Q, the character that you've kind of fashioned maybe since all I'd like the- an example of the bragging. Oh, you're always bragging about puss and how hot you are. When so I was backstage. The last so time I, backstage. So I was backstage. Right. But I think what he means is the sort of the uh, image that he and I have created <laughs> about you. <laughs> I think that's what we're getting at here. <laughs> Right. Uh, I don't. I don't. I need an example of bragging to to go at to to, to get at. All right. Uh, what about the Colonel controversy? You know what? Hold on one second. Because let me go back to that for a second. <laughs> like, did I ever fucking come on? Tell him Steve Dave and try and sell a single ticket for any show I've ever done with with the ten lines. If if I've done that, it's I can't remember it. Very okay. rare. I don't know. It's possible though. It's possible, but like overwhelmingly, I don't sit here and be like, "Wow, we're 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 playing the O2 <laughs> next month. Anybody want to come?" Like I I I I we already sold it out four times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, and that was for comedic effect. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, I don't come in here and 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 really talk about anything. Aside All right. Well, what about the, the the Colonel controversy then? Some would say that that was – if it was not a joke, it would have to be bragging then. It wasn't a joke. Am I not allowed to be proud of the fact that I was bestowed an honor by the government of the United States? Like am I not allowed to be proud of that? Like I don't understand. He's a colonel for Christ's sake. I'm a colonel. Like I can't well, take pride in the fact that, that, that the state of Kentucky chose to bestow me the same honor as it did my hero, Hunter S. Thompson. Like – why? Why am I? Thank you. And Giddem's hero, the the Colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> right. Like, why? Why am I not allowed to do that? Extra <laughs> crispy. Like, wh- why can't I do that? Honey dipped. <laughs> I would think that most people would be proud upon receiving such such an honor and and, so. and a title such as Colonel. I think so. And if you go back to the early episodes, we're talking about the fire department and you guys would ask me for fire stories. I specifically said, I don't want to tell fire stories because I don't want to be singled out as the one who did something special. Because they always story. involve snaking toilets and <laughs> pumping out All right. That was earlier. I was telling Brian, <laughs> saying that the only war stories you tell from the fire department are pumping out flooded basements. Right. Okay. And this is to what, this is to that. That's right to the point. Right. That's to my point. Like, I don't want to to tell stories about the things that, that I've done because then I, it seems like I'm taking credit for what's very much a team effort. Right. Too humble. I don't want to say to that. Take that credit. I, I'm just saying like like I'm allowed to be proud of the colonel thing, but if you need an example of me not crowing about my accomplishments, there you go. The colonel thing is just something that happened. Here, here's what happened. I didn't ask for it. They gave it. Statement of fact. Why am I not allowed to? It's my title. I, I was given a title. I'm not allowed to fucking use hey, it. Hey, you saw my phone. I'm into this colonel. <laughs> right. I respect the title. So I may have to respectfully disagree with this this trend, okay. this uh, Reddit person. What time is it? Let's ask MVMT watches. The watch that won't break your bank. Their goal was to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering high-quality minimalist podcasts at revolutionary prices. This is a revolution, people. You've heard of revolutions before. MVMT watches is the Che Guevara of the watch world, I'm, I'm assuming. 
500,000 watches sold to customers in 160 plus countries. Uh, I have one. Let me tell you, people see that on your wrist. It's like the same as like if you were wearing a beret and had like a cigar in your mouth. Um, they started just $95. Uh, at a department store, you're looking at four to five hundred bucks. We all know this. this is, you're not telling us anything new. MVMT watches, MVMT watches. Uh, dot com slash tesd. You're going to get fifteen percent off, free shipping, free returns. You're not going to need that free return because you're going to love it. It's inexpensive and it looks pretty good. You're going to look like a player. What's a female equivalent of player? I don't know if you're female, you look like a player too. I guess they got some nice girls' watches as well. Uh, or, you know, gender, binary, fluid watches. If that's your thing, I'm sure they got them. Get whatever watch you want. I really don't give a shit. Just go to mbmtwatches.com slash TSD and join the movement. That's kind of weird. Uh, again, uh, a strange, like, join the movement. It's just, I know that, like, movement, that's their whole thing, but it sounds like bowel movement. Uh, I, I would rethink that. Next on the docket, yeah, the Prussian kissing devil skull. Mm. <laughs> yes, hundred percent true. Is it, can you under oath is that story that you told on that episode a hundred percent accurate? Is there such a thing as a hundred percent accurate, Walter? <laughs> is there such a thing as even 100% in a courtroom? <laughs> is Remember, you're under oath. Is there? Uh, I will say under oath that. 90% of the story is true. 90%. And which 90%? The, the tug to go back to the market may not have been as strong as I said. But I definitely drove by it and was like, oh, man, I should check that out. And I did have a problem. And after I gave the money to the skull, the problem was, was solved. I think, if anything, I played up a little bit at the beginning about like being like, I have to go back. The rest of the story is true. All right. And so and it did solve you did in your in your mind the skull solved multiple problems you had. In my mind in my mind the the giving of the $5 to the skull coincided with the problem going away. And that's and that is just a matter of faith. That's no one could say that's right or wrong. They can, but it's they wouldn't. It's not for them to. Like we said, well, it's a difference if you give five bucks to the skull or you put five bucks in a collection plate on Sunday. Right. Uh, do I have any other things to knock down? Q. Any other things that uh, you want to address? Um, we, did, we did the Hillary. We got the. Um, I think we've. Uh, is there anything else that I'm missing that you really want to say before uh, I pass you off to get them? Uh, there is. There is. The, the 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 what the, the montage that get them played right. of various quotes over the years. Despite I know for a fact some of them were taken out of context. Oh, definitely taken yeah. out of context. Okay, um, I did hear <laughs> some things in there that I was like, yeah, maybe that was maybe that was maybe that was said in the moment with no thinking. Maybe maybe if I had the chance to remain on, tell them, Steve, Dave, I would want to. <laughs> Think a little bit more before I say. What about the Ching Chong song? I've I've apologized for that. Like I've I've, I've issued a little formal apology. I've that. never been so disappointed in you in my life. <laughs> you, you realize you offended the Orientals. <laughs> I, I apologize to the Orientals. And before I pass you off, though, yeah. can we just give a little insight into how it makes you feel mm-hmm. when 
the amount of hours that you've given to the listening community mm-hmm. when you are when you go on and you see something written that is hurtful. Mm-hmm. I mean, just give us a little insight into what that does to a person's psyche. Uh, it, 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 you know, this is, look, as much as I can laugh it off, it, it does, you know, it stings for a little bit and it makes me wonder why, then I get mad at myself for like, well, why did I even bother reading it? And then two, why am I getting upset about it? And then if I'm like in the shower and I think about <laughs> jerking it, jerking off to it, jerking <laughs> off to it, um, then I'm like, well, now I'm allowing this person to enter my personal life and upset me when I could be thinking about anything else. So it, you know it can be upsetting. All right. It can so be upsetting. all right. I I think there's anything else. But Troy, you have anything that you'd like to uh, ask as co-counsel? Why such a pussy? <laughs> 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 Going to you being funny. Mm. Name some of the venues that you've played at and sold out. I mean, can I do it without being well, that's without bragging? This this gives you a pass on sounding like a bragger because you're being asked right. about it in defense of yourself. Okay. Feel uh, free to include any Tell Them Steve Dave shows at uh, Podfest. Oh. Sold out cruise. Cruise. That was big. The, the cruise that's coming in October only has like 80 cabins left. That's going to sell out. The O2 Arena, 15,000 seats a night. Gramercy. Gramercy Theater. <laughs> Radio City. Radio City. City. Three nights. I mean, you know. It's endless. I, I, can't, I can't name all Houston them. Houston on the Southwest Tour. This isn't for you to brag. This is to illustrate <laughs> that a lot of people think you're funny. It seems like a lot of people think I'm funny, but more importantly, Does he my know friends. funny? That's the question. Now, this is, right. to that point, um, earlier Ming and Mike testified as being experts on comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, And they said that they have listened to Tell Them Steve Dave and they come and watch your show. Right. And I actually was at the Radio City show one night and Ming and Mike were there. So they came to see you yeah. as experts on comedy. They, I was surprised they were sucking each other's okay. cocks in the men's room <laughs> and not watching the show. Do you now? Yeah. No, because he's also an every man who takes care of his friends. You got to take so, care of your friends. Right. Yeah. So now, they're a comp that, 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 that. <laughs> So, yeah, you they don't value things as much. The two of them are experts on comedy, sure. as per their earlier expert testimony. <laughs> yeah. They came to see you mm-hmm. at numerous shows. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Ming and Mike perform in a live setting? Are we going back to that donkey no. show? <laughs> <laughs> not for not for I sell comics. I've seen them on panels at cons. Okay, on panels with yeah. Brian Walt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you listen to I sell comics? I don't. I haven't listened to. I he sell goes to bed very early. You gotta understand. But you like comics, all right? I love comics, but I love to listen to a podcast about comics. It's certainly, when we listen to I sell comics, I like to develop. <laughs> I like to develop my own opinions on on, on comics. <laughs> To the point that this man knows funny. No. <laughs> I was all set up. <laughs> uh, and going back to being relatable. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can, as your friend and counselor, um, I have, uh, I can state that I have not seen a change. And it's hard not to change. I, I don't, I, I'm, I know I've changed in certain ways. And I do know, I'm aware of what they are. But... I think relatability comes into like how often do we talk about depression? How often do we talk about, you know, 
how we had good childhoods, but we still shit all over them. You know, I, I, I don't think we've lost that or I've lost that. Like I still come in here and be like, I'm really depressed or I'm really happy. Or when I got sick, like I was afraid for my life. Like these are the things that I have said that people have said to me, you saying them allowed me to feel better about the way I feel. They allowed me to relate to them. And feel better about themselves, and, and I hear that all the time. Yeah, it's true. You get a lot. We, tell him Steve Dave gets a lot of uh, thanks and accolades for your ability to open up yourself. That story you told about the um, about your fiance. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I met some that, embarrassing shit, right? And you opened up yourself to that very audience, right? And I mean, on a le- I have never done it. I couldn't do it, but you did mm-hmm. for the sake of being honest. For people who say you're not honest, uh, that's ridiculous because uh, that's a story that um, not a lot of people would tell, and you told it with dignity. Thank you. And um, and I get mocked constantly for it. You got to sink even lower. You got to talk about selling sling boxes for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll be really relatable. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you when you you mentioned you got sick. Yeah, you didn't miss a lot of Tom Steve Dave's. With, even with a dilla, a very a fevered brain, it, even with a very serious illness, That's you right. continue to come down and and give the listenership a piece of your life weekly. Uh, there, I was here for at least part of a month where I thought that I was going to not make it through the year. And you still came down? Still came down. I call that every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, like it, the, the sickness got got so serious that uh, that's where I thought it was going. Have you – and uh, it was – like all kidding aside, I mean it was a serious and it was – It was, it was ups, as serious as and you it was in And it was – it could affect your ability to even be funny, but it didn't. Uh, legit brain damage, yes. Yeah. And it didn't – but it didn't affect – as far as, as I'm concerned, it didn't affect your – Humor at all. You don't think it could possibly uh, just have a little bit to do with uh, Hillary or the skeletons? <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, Thank you. No, Thank you. No further questions. You're, right. you're a witness. You're going to look like a real piece of real shit piece now. Of <laughs> <laughs> this case is over. Um, do you want to bring up the, uh, the – you know how relatable you are and the very fact that you set up a fund for my, with my colleagues' fr- two front teeth? You want to talk about that for a second? Well, you know, I, I before I, he goes at you, <laughs> you know, it's it's because I understand what it's like not to feel good about yourself all the time. I understand what it's like to have image issues, um, and I don't want my friend get him to suffer from those. The teeth are pretty visible, so I thought, hey, maybe there's something I can do to help the guy. So I did take it upon myself to to you know try and, and, help. and you've raised thousands. I, I don't even keep track. I don't know. I can't give you that it's, number. It's got to be close to a thousand, right? Uh, sure. All right. I'm not. He, what. he still doesn't have the teeth. Despite <laughs> despite despite that, I'm not going to stop until he has those teeth. Despite not, what he's about to say to me, you're not going. You'll never stop, no matter what happens here tonight. Yeah. You're a witness, counselor. Oh, this uh, this person you're doing the fundraiser for for the kid who needs to cook their implants. Mm-hmm. It's another celebrity, right? Because you only hang out with celebrities. No, uh, fireman. Right, fireman for my house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he needs ears, Troy, not cochlear implants. <laughs> <laughs> he was born earless. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Uh, Where the fuck did he go? He had to go lock that door, I think. No, Sunday Jeff went with her. Where's he going? Sunday Jeff's making a move on her. Look at <clears> him. <throat> he really is. He's got his hand on her. 
<laughs> He's like, what's this? What's this? Huh? What's this little push? What's this? What's this do? What's this, what's this do? <laughs> what's this do? What's this do? <laughs> so, evening, Mr. Q. Hello. All right. Um, just some of your previous testimony. You didn't brag, of course, but you were saying how many uh, shows you sold out. Correct. Uh, I answered the question put forward to me by uh, the attorneys, yes. And okay. also, not how many shows you sold out, that you as a comedic group have sold out. It's not a solo effort. No, 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 effort. no, no. He never said uh, – so how many of them did you do by yourself? Um, I don't think I, I don't think I did any of them by myself. Oh, so you were part of an entourage then? Well, yeah, I mean an entourage, well, entourage is the right word. A, a comedy a comedy troupe would be a better a word. So uh, you're part of a group called the Tenderloins? Yes. Were you always part of that group? No. No. Oh, so you, know, you replaced somebody? No, I don't think so. I don't think I replaced that. That implies that someone left and then I replaced their spot. Someone left and then eventually I came in and did something different from them. You were brought into the group. You correct? replaced Crystal Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Brought into the group? Yeah, I guess. Not really. What happened was... Remember, is, uh, please, you're under oath. Stop yeah. sidestepping around the questions. Just answer. I am. I, what happened was is we started doing videos uh, for the uh, NBC It's a Show contest, and uh, we needed a name to call ourselves, and uh, the guy said, hey, we used to be the Tenor Lines. Why don't we just use that? Because we, they have a mailing list. It's a yes or no question, Mr. It's not Quinn. a yes or no question. Yes, it is. Did, so did the they bring you into the group or not? He's badgering the witness. No. They did not bring you into the group. They did not bring me into the group. So you just wandered in and they were like feeding you lunch and you just Well, I'm trying to explain to you and you told me to yes or no it. I was in the middle of giving you the answer to this question. Do you want me to restart? I think the real question is why did they name themselves after the gay section in San Francisco? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's self-evident, my friends. (laughs) I don't say, do you want me to yes or no or you want me to give you the answer to your question? Yes or no. Were you brought into a pre-existing group? No. No? All right. I was not brought in. In a ringer. Okay. Um. <laughs> That's all I had. <laughs> all right, get him yes. Get him yes. I was brought in. So the other members of the group. <laughs> you know, I can continue. <laughs> was it a conundrum? Because he, he wanted I, you to I, say no. Because yeah. I was trying to go. But, I know you're trying yes, to. Yes, yes. I was brought in. I was brought in. All right. Um. <laughs> he had nothing for both. <laughs> so I thought I was giving him yeah. a pass. All right. What's an acceptable ratio of people who have to like you versus dislike you as a person? As a person? Yes. As a person? Yes. People that know me personally? Yes. I'm, or no, or just your persona? Well, those are two different things. What, what, what are you asking? She said performer. Okay, fine. Say performer. <laughs> What's an acceptable ratio of people who have to like you versus dislike you as a performer? Uh, or you could say your personality. Yeah, that's a good question. In, in what aspect? I don't know. What's Brian, an acceptable tell me. ratio of people who have to like you versus dislike you? Well, 20, 40, 10, 50, pick, you well, know, I would say, as, a, as a share of 100. I would say close, yeah, 20, 40, 10, 50. <laughs> what happened to the other fucking 40 percent? In the terms of 100. Um, is acceptable to like me. You know what, get him? Talk to the mic. You've been on fucking podcast for six years. <laughs> you know what, get him? I, I got to say, like, I'm not satisfied until I make 100% of the people happy. So you, you, would, need, you would need 100% approval rate. I would like... 100% approval rating. So that's what's acceptable to you. It's 100% approval rating. No, you is, you asked me what's acceptable? Yeah. Yes. The question oh. was acceptable. Oh, um, geez. I mean, 51%? Yeah. 
is acceptable. So 51% of the people just have to like you, and that makes it happy. I'd say the majority of people. Which it would be 51% is the majority. And that's when the you number I gave you, yes. So the red comments on Reddit are an infinitesimal percentage of the TESD listeners, yet you're making such a big deal about it. Well, the Reddit comments aren't about my performance. The Reddit comments are personal attacks on me. Not a, not as a performer. They're they're telling me I'm a bad person, not my performance. Oh, I think they are saying you're about your performance. If what you're saying is what you testified to before, that what you do is sarcasm and part of a performance about lying about things, <laughs> quote unquote. Right. Uh, I would, and that's what I said. Maybe I took the tax thing a little too far, but some of the other stuff were personal attacks. So the the thing, the part about the. Waitress story that you decided you thought it was so funny you had to have it keep up on the Reddit group and because you wanted to talk about it on the next episode and when it fell flat because it wasn't true. Well, I guess it de- I don't think it fell flat. And people attacked you because it was obviously so untrue and you was like, oh, I, I wanted to play it off like it was but true. I, that's but, not my but, version of the events. I, I didn't think it fell flat. flat. It I thought it worked. Really funny. It was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I, I the story was, was hysterical. In not fact, his- it inspired a song. Yeah. Which was even better than the actual story. Let's yeah. not say the story. <laughs> right. That song was amazing. A creative yeah. inspiration. I love when my co-counsel is helping me out here so much. <laughs> <laughs> and the judge. <laughs> the judge has been on your side. He wrote your whole fucking thing. So don't talk about him being How much more can he be on your side? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, so what are you saying, asking me? So you're saying you received some personal hate on the internet, correct? Yeah. Oh, you have. This is old. All right. Um, <laughs> you, know what, um, you ready? You're ready, yeah. If the judge allow me, I'm going to read some internet comments, and I want your opinion on them. Okay. All right. Comment one. Can you please kill yourself live on the next episode? You have a high IQ. You're a fucking buffoon. You kill the show. Next comment. You white trash, toothless pedophile looking derelict. Stop mooching off other people's hard work. Mm. Not going to comment. about you? Stop ruining things for people you fucking abortion. You Mm -hmm. try to make the show about yourself and it's horrific. Mm Mm-hmm. Change your AVI, you fat, toothless fucking fraud. Can't believe you... Change your AVI, you fat, toothless fucking fraud, you fucking parasite. Wow. Next I've, one. I've already apologized for all these. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I hope that wrist lump is an operable cancer, you fucking faggot. Wow. I mean, you should strike that one. If you're getting that from Diddle and Puss, you're no faggot. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a you're such a lying piece. You're I'm sorry. You're such a fucking lying piece of shit. You speak out of turn constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, seeing how he ruined the show for so many people, you fucking rodent cocksucker. You should have to refund people's money for every TES item, TESD item you've ever bought. You say those are hateful comments? Yeah, hell yeah. So, are those something along sense. the lines of something that you've received? Um, I would say they come from the same type of people, yeah. So you receive comments like that? Sure. Huh? Maybe, maybe not. You know what? I gotta be fair. Maybe not quite as fucking. But but that is rough shit. But I would say that the same type of people write both. Okay. You've. Yeah. You're gonna, I, I would love go to. You're gonna go under oath and say that you've seen things written on no, no, that no. level. No, about no, you? no, no, no. But, but I think the same, same type, type of people it. that would write that would write the same things that they wrote about me. I don't. Think Have so. they written that about you? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what a, I've seen. You said you received hurtful attacks against Quit you personally. Uh, I, received, I hope you die of cancer. <laughs> I received uh, death threats. Uh, You've received death threats? Yeah, sure. On Reddit? On Twitter? I don't know about on Reddit. I've received death threats on Twitter. We have had you the, reported them? We have a list of names of people who try and buy tickets to our show. We have metal detectives from the meet and greets now because of the death threats. 
Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was it was that serious. Mm-hmm. Why do they want to kill you? No. Why do people it, hate get him? Well, it is interesting that Getham would take on the case of the people who write these type of things when they write those things about him. I guess that makes but me to, question his. But to be fair, if he yeah. didn't take the case on, we, we gave it to him. That's we right. forced him to do it. You're right. And much like a, like a public defender, he, like yeah. he had to take it. He had no choice. Well, let me ask you something. What does that have to do? <laughs> what do all those comments have to do with me at all or this case? I, it I seems they have I, no relevancy well, at all. I think I disagree. I think that. Well, you're my attorney. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but Don't this disagree. As your attorney, it is relevant because these are the type of people who are attacking you, like you said. So you agree that those are the same type of people? Oh, absolutely. Okay, got it. Right, but I think that is – this is um, – I just told you I get a, death threats. A, a teaching moment to listeners like – Okay. Don't be doing this kind of stuff. Don't write these kind of things. Don't write even – don't even write that you didn't like Tell Them Steve Dave. Oh, definitely don't do don't that. Even, even even that little <laughs> bit is, is unacceptable. Right. You have to – Keep it, it positive. Yeah. Right. Like all we times. do. You're going back <laughs> if, if you have nothing nice to say or post. Right. 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 Exactly. Nothing at all. Because if you, because just because, because if you think you write, oh, I, I don't think this episode was up to snuff this week. Something seemed off. But you're just as bad as the guy who wrote. I hope you get testicular cancer. Right. To, right. I agree. Right. You may you're well, no better. You may as well be semi shooting off funerals. <laughs> exactly. Simmy's that kind of guy. <laughs> Simmy probably wrote those comments. Get him. What do you got? Get him. But I don't um, see the point of what you were asking. Yeah. What you reading? Where was that, what was that leading to? He was saying that you like saying that he thinks that he, <laughs> he was saying that he thinks he receives comments, and these are the kind of comments that I receive. Yeah, but and I didn't I've been say that. Reddit, I didn't, I've never seen he doesn't get a web I didn't, I didn't say. I didn't say it was the only person or in the world that receives that receives <laughs> comments like that. Would you be my attorney for two fucking more seconds? <laughs> 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 So I'm supposed to have the same emotional reactions to things as Getham. No, I think you have to. I think you have to weigh the 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 amount of hate of, of seeing someone say, oh, "I don't believe the story." I don't believe the story Q said about the skull. Well, I don't care if somebody is different. It. Is is far more. It's not even the same ballpark yeah, as what he's to my getting. Case at all. He's trying to point, paint a picture that you may be overreacted. Yeah, because someone's just saying that it bothered me. I don't understand how I, I think it was. It, it bothers you that I went online. And someone said they didn't believe my story. That I even admitted here wasn't all the way true, and that's what bothers me. <laughs> right. And but meanwhile, I, here's some guy saying, "I hope you have cancer and yeah, die. Kill the yourself two? the next episode." Right. But so and you're what? equating those two as being just as equally hard. I'm not no, equating you. You're the only one who brought him up to equate them. You brought that up. I, well, I said you received hate. How can you call what you received hate when this is what other people receive? On can I can I get my com- the comments about me again? Uh, yeah. You don't think I can find hate in there? Get them. You're Do telling me I can't find hate, hate in there in the way of I hope you get operable cancer. But, but you yourself. are the one that are making that. That I'm not making that connection. I'm saying this is what I, I received. I think he's trying to show you the contrast of like what you, the, which you consider hate you versus can, what yeah what is real, real hate. Is. hate. Trying to show you that, like, what you got is nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. Yeah, but so what? F- fall back on this. This is what I always say. Just because someone else doesn't has it worse doesn't mean I, mean I, I don't got it bad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but so, but, but so what? Like, you could say that about anything. You can make that comparison to anything, like the judge said. So what is Giddem's <laughs> urge? Because he hatred? walks around still. He doesn't let those comments bother him. He yeah. walks around still in a great mood, and he doesn't. And he's he doesn't have any kind of like. But that, nobody's Stress. questioning that. He doesn't jerk off in the head. shower. So no, no, not, is, not only is, is nobody your questioning that. Seriously, that he should be more like Gidham? <laughs> well, I, no, my argument is 
Why is it your argument? You're my attorney. <laughs> that shouldn't be your argument anyway. I don't go on a podcast and complain about this kind of stuff. And you go on and just a little, someone's critiques you just a little bit. So and you got to go and make a big deal, a federal case okay. out of it in TESD town. Okay. So what I'm learning is that we, that I am not entitled to my own reaction to things and that I should always think, WWGG, <laughs> what would get him do before I do anything in life? No, I don't make- think before I take the stage at the O2 or any of the things that I've done to get myself there, I should think what would get him do. See, it's really How tough because he's react. already admitted right. that it was an act before that about how upset you were over these Reddit comments, but you came in here like, fire. Oh, I saw this Reddit co- Everything on Reddit's horrible about me. Oh, look at this. They're commenting about but the story that they don't believe is real. And you're, you made I, it seem but, like but, that was the biggest thing in the world. No, I didn't. I said it, yeah. I said it bothered me. Yeah. Like That's it was not the so biggest bad. thing in the world. And all that, was ba- all that they said was bad was just a little bit. They to were, you, not to on me. On a scale of one to ten, his comments compared to your comments. But Giddim's comments are irrelevant. They don't no, matter. No, the comments about segment. me to comments about but you. But they don't matter in this case. It's not about. I, I, I well, only the judge can weigh that. Sounds like well, they but, hate get them more than they hate Q. That's the difference, where I Yeah, hear. but so what? <laughs> what does that have to do with my response to what people said about me? It's completely irrelevant. Judge? It, it means nothing. Should he, uh, should he have to answer the question? I'll answer the question. What's the question? On a scale. From my attorney. Uh, <laughs> on a scale of, of one to ten, one yeah. being not very. Relevant, the comments are not worthy enough to even, to even to raise, to even move your needle. Or hackles, as opposed to what he just read. But what? But I don't understand why. Like, all right. So you want me to say that if somebody had wrote those things about me, or written that I would that I would have felt worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay, but but that's not what, that's not what this trial is about. Oh, fine. Just if saying. someone had said that, about, if someone had said those, okay. if someone had said these same comments to you about Reddit, yeah. would you have had the same reaction and came over here about the little thing that you did that the little comments that they had made about you? No, probably he would have been like, they just wished cancer. On me. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have quoted those comments. All right, move on. Next question, uh, I guess. Are my comments worse? <laughs> They're far worse. Right, Any so human much. being that would write that about him but I didn't say that should not worse. be listening to Tell Him Steve right. Dave. It's right. an argument that his comments are worse, but it has nothing to do with the case. Yeah, we're, trying to make, we're trying to make they're trying to paint this asshole who wrote that like in a, and make him shame him. You don't well, want to shame this him. This is my but case. That, 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 that would be for you to say, why is the prosecutor saying people are shitty to me too? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they said, is, look, man, to, we're talking to, about people who would say, you're talking about people who would wish him dead, who say I, who right. say I'm unfuckable, but, but who say, <laughs> say all <laughs> these horrible things. Here it is. Here it comes down to. Here I knew we would get to this. The he, entire trial. <laughs> those people who would say those things okay. should be condemned and should be, and should be made to feel like they are are the lowest I'm not arguing of the low but that has nothing to and do we, with what we're doing here right but you're now. not willing to it's, shame no. them no but it's actually helping you <laughs> but I've said the 20 pro- times the I agree introducing something that's actually helping you as but shitty it, as these people are they're actually pa- worse than you thought are you right. telling me it wouldn't have been like it, uh, it wouldn't have been so powerful for him to be like to just go like wow I feel horrible that you have to deal I'm with that an <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot believe that uh, my friend has to deal he can't relate to with what I'm these feeling. kind of comments when you come on a show that I ask you to come on to, and I enjoy having you on, right. and the price you pay for that is having to having to see people write those things about you, 
and it would made it would made him it would made him look so see, human. See, I take it another way. Walter. He's still relatable. He, he I was, take it another way. I think that you don't look at what's bothering your friend and be like, "Well, I have it worse." Like, let's put aside how this makes you feel, Brian. This is why Gidham has it worse. Like, oh, Brian, something's bothering you? Put that on hold. This is why Gidham has it worse. Like, that's not how a friend operates. A friend doesn't tell you to shut your mouth and suck it up because I have it worse. Well, there's no friends at this table. There's just attorneys <laughs> and co-counsel. But you heard those comments. So yeah, it, it, they're it, horrible. What's that got to do? But that has nothing to do with this case. It's got nothing to do with this case. I think it does. I condemn those comments. <laughs> how much did you pay this lawyer? I think it does. Misrepresentation. How much did you pay this lawyer? I, I, I think that I think that it has everything to do with the culture on the internet that would that, and that if we don't condemn it here and right now, you think it's ever going to fucking stop? You don't think that he's going to see even worse now by you fucking giving a free pass to the piece of shit that wrote that? I condemn it. You didn't condemn it hard enough. It was barely a commendation. It was because like this is, I'm they, on trial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on trial here. What are you talking about? My co-counsel's mic on. <laughs> like, All right, hold on. But what you're saying makes no sense. Okay, hold on. It makes total it's, sense. But you don't go to a fucking murder trial and be like, well, I mean, hold the Manson family killed their So you think getting bad comments on, 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 on Reddit is like compared to a murder trial now? Let me just ask like, the defendant. Yeah. Was the stuff that was said to get him horrific and shitty? Yes. Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, great. I condemn it. It's, boy, that sounded sincere. <laughs> And not like he lives three hours away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, All right, next let's question. go on to the Hillary gag. All right. He said that it wasn't ever supposed to be funny. No, no, no. It, it would have been funny if the president of the United States appeared on my show and it was clear that's why I was supporting it. So you were pretty much just holding the audience hostage in anticipation <laughs> of a payoff that wasn't going to materialize. Yes, get him. I, I, I was holding the audience hostage for something that I didn't, that I knew wasn't going to come true. You, you nailed it. Okay. I, I went to every listener's house with a gun and made him sit there, listen to every episode for a joke that I knew wasn't going to pan out. You got it, buddy. You're getting under his now, skin. You're getting under his skin. Sure. The promise you made to everyone who bought season one DVD of Impractical Jokers. Yeah. About that bonus pod. Yes. How, how was that bonus pod? I thought it was pretty good. The one that was never delivered and no one ever heard? We didn't release it, but I thought it was awesome. Oh, <laughs> so you made a promise to release it and you just never did? No, I, in fact, I think I think we addressed this on an episode. I could be wrong about this, but I think what we said was, we know we didn't do it. Here's an extra episode. We're giving it to everybody. I believe that's how that played out. So that makes up for all the people who spent their hard-earned money to put it, money into your pockets to buy a DVD. Yeah, maybe you're right about that. Maybe maybe you got something there, get him. Oh, okay, good. Um, I got that much because first he thought it was a what say you pod fucking idiot. Right, right. It's fine. <laughs> but you know I mean, now, I, speaking of what say you. Yes. How about when you promised to watch and judge listener submitted short films starring Nugget, e.g. the Nugget Film Festival? Yes. Of the dozens of listener submitted videos, have you even watched one? Yeah, we watched it, we talked about it on an episode. Oh you you so I'm watching, and you. Oh, so you did. I mean, my producer's here. I can ask him. I, I watched all of them on their behalf. Right, but we watched. Oh, them and you watched about it by proxy. Oh, okay, yeah, it was a proxy to watch your videos for did you. Did you ever promise to watch them? I mean, I, I guess I did. I. I guess he who did. knows? Did somebody win? The, the, the Fast and the Furious. Did, did somebody out. win? Right. No. I don't think no. it was, a, was it a contest. It was, but it didn't get to materialize, unfortunately. Oh, all right. Well, the so contest think- is still open. 
Yeah. Uh, you gotta get you gotta get your entries in. You guys gotta get your entries in by March of 2018, and then the contest is Absolutely. closed. So that was the whole plan of this. Under oath, you're saying that's been the plan of this. Not, that's the plan now. Saying that's the plan now. So because I would have thought surely by now you could have. Found what does time that have to do with promises. this case? All right, we'll continue. Well, it's it's. You're expecting people. You make requests of people all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Say, buy this pod. Find me keys. Buy what pod? Uh, like uh, any of the charity pods. I make a request of people, yeah. buy this pod? Yeah. You mean I put a product up for sale? You don't put a product up. You ask people to buy it. You ask people to purchase it. It's called capitalism, my friend. It's, it's called promoting. Kick- it's either capitalism you've or charity. You've Which one do you want to help with Kickstarters. You've asked them for all this stuff, and meanwhile, you get something when they do for the, the things that you ask them, you sometimes don't provide. Like when? Like uh, again, the season one DVD. But I told the, you that I thought we handled that. You th- well, apparently, you thought you handled it, but the people who sent in emails didn't. Okay, great. Who are the people who uh, purchased the? Uh, the DVD. the DVD. Who oh, submitted yeah. film Man, to the he's film smooth. festival. Who never got a completion. Well, the film festival's still open. I don't know what you've heard. Two. Uh, two. I, I've heard more than they've heard. I've already, I've already admitted that perhaps you were right about that part. But what does this have to do with me being relatable or anything? I don't know. You should wrap it up, counselor. Like, keep going. I'm loving this. All right. So uh, you were recently ill. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, this illness, uh, where was it located? Uh, anywhere near your brain? I mean, near my brain or my brain. <laughs> okay, in or near your, in your brain? I guess around the brain, in okay. it, in it. And you admitted before that it could have possibly damaged your brain, correct? Not possibly, it did. Oh, so it did damage your brain. <laughs> that could include sections of the brain that gauge humor and uh, affect your relationships with uh, to people, would you Oh, say? objection. There's absolutely no evidence. There's no medical evidence of that. Oh, you're on. Well, there is, there is, there is evidence. Well, there is damage. a doctor of pop culture in the, in the house. <laughs> should we ask him? Uh, it should be said, though. I did make that. Uh, keep going. Yeah. Well, Your Honor, I want to say, if one to be called a colonel and claiming to own a magic skull that grants wishes and clarity for five bucks right. is an evidence of brain damage, I don't know what is because neither of them could be called comedy. So then what you're saying is... <laughs> wow. So then what are you saying? Do I have this right? They're going to be studying this in Harvard Law. <laughs> First of all, I'd like to make one side note. I told Timmy I know funny before the brain damage. Second, <laughs> second though, so your your statement is that because of my disability, mm. oh. medically recognized disability. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You say, yeah, I do. Okay. So you're saying that people who have medically recognized disability – um, you, you're coming down on a dude for that? Wow! Like I don't oh, you're shaming him? Oh boy! Like, like oh, I have boy. a legit. Oh, I'd like to. I'd like to put something into evidence. Why do you think man. he's parked in the handicap spot? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to put this into evidence, if I may. Here is a scan of my brain. That's right, get him. A scan of my brain. What's that? Right there. I'm guessing it's the part that knows what funny is. That's, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. And let me ask something. Is that not, it does look damaged. You're right. Is that, is that not damaged? What, that little that little white circle? Or yeah. the black part? That right there. Which part? With the black part? The white circle. That, that white, that white that circle. White circle that, that, that the size of a nickel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, it. Like that's it. Ooh. So, so, so. I have medical evidence that I am that, that I have a disability. That I have a disability. So, so we should you, give you a gimme for not knowing what funny is because you're disabled. 
Well, no, should, should you I, give a guy in a wheelchair a gimme for not being able to walk? Horrible. Should you give a blind person a gimme for not oh being God. able to see? <laughs> should you give an autistic person a gimme for not being able to read social cues? I ask you, sir. <laughs> I ask you, should a person with buck teeth be labeled unfuckable? Uh, or no, your teeth okay. yes. possibly. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm done with this witness. Yeah. You're done? I you think this anymore? witness is done with you, my friend. Do you guys want to know how good Loot Crate is? It's so good that uh, before I was evicted, people were constantly stealing it from me in my apartment complex. And that's what you pay $2,300 a month for, don't you? To get your stuff stolen. Uh, I also heard this same place. Uh, that is, is what I read. Um, this is not my opinion. Certainly that uh, a place owned by the same company, caught on fire in New Jersey and uh, turned out they were using shoddy building materials, which uh, I was shocked by, totally shocked. I went into shock. They had to raise, they had to elevate my feet and uh, put some cold compresses on me to get my uh, get my body temperature down. I was in shock for, uh, I don't know, a good two to three days. Uh, anyway, you want to be the envy of your friends and get your 100% exclusive crates at lootcrate.com slash T-E-S-D, you're going to get 10% off on a new prescription. A new subscription. I'm sick. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you can tell, but I'm trying to just power through this stuff. Copy points mentioned at least three times a spot. Yeah, it's going to happen. On a quest for epic gear, housewares, 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 uh, and collectibles, Loot Crate has it. The best surprise you know is coming. Come on. There are pregnant women out there, Loot Crate, and like they're going to be surprised by this kid. Not that it's like, uh, well, I guess maybe having a kid isn't always a great surprise. It's like, surprise. And you're like, fuck. I know that's what my parents were like. Uh, Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. Uh, loot wear, pet loots, or I'm sorry, loot pets. Uh, offer expires February 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific for this month's Loot Crate, I guess, for February's. Uh, their pop culture theme is build. I don't know what that means. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Batman, Lego Dimensions, and Tetris. Okay, I guess that's what it means. Like, blocks and shit. Uh, go to Loot Crate. Oh, sorry, I'm vomiting all over the floor. Uh, go to LootCrate.com slash TESD and enter my code, TESD, to save 10% off on any new subscription today. Do it. Oh, God, just please do it. Do it so I don't have to keep talking about this shit. All right, Troy. Do you have anything before we before the defense rests? Is there any other things that we any follow ups? Anything that we should clean up? I mean, should we clean up the uh, the IJ thing? I mean, we could blame that on Sal, right? Fuck yeah, yeah like thing? in the Patsy. Wait, yeah, of course. Oh, all right, the IJ thing. We, we, him. <laughs> <laughs> we can make in the Patsy why there's been no uh, why there's why the film festival hasn't uh, come to fruition. Can I say this? Can I say this? Yeah, my podcast every week. Sal, okay, though. I was about to say right. What say you hasn't come out with a new episode in quite a while? Right, September. And you could argue <laughs> September. You could argue that that's because you have a very busy schedule, filming, writing, right. touring. Mm -hmm. Do you still make an effort to make time every week for Tom C. Dave? Uh, I think yes. Besides the rare occasion where you sell something, do you make any money doing this? No. And the money I make doing it, you know, it barely covers tolls and gas to get here. Right. Right. So relatable, man of the people. Fuck yeah! Damn straight. Mm. The defense rests. Thank you. Boom. Oh, I got to read my closing, closing arguments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
Okay. So Whose clothes is his and then me, or I close? You give your clothes no prosecution you first. You said before. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No, I, thought, yeah. I thought the prosecution. <laughs> after, the, after the whole scene, thing, the I forgot they who the gave prosecutor his first was. Yeah, prosecutor. No, prosecutor. I, I lost track of who was the prosecutor because the, the prosecution would close because <laughs> the way Walt tried to prosecute. Right. <laughs> what more convincing proof do you want than the statements of the witnesses? Joe Jackson, Eddie Jacate, and Williams sold out the American public for a paltry twenty thousand. Oh wait, that was sorry. That was the wrong for the closing for the wrong case. He's but my point still away. stands. You've heard. The, <laughs> Let him go. Sweet. <laughs> Keep going. Get him. Keep going. Keep going. It's, it's Power a train wreck. You know it. You've heard well, the evidence. You know, the people who read it aren't always wrong. I just, I just want to say that. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes, you know, yeah. there are people that deserve inoperable cancer. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard the evidence I've entered to the record. There was more, but I was limited in my presentation of testimony by the constraints of time and the sanity. Time would be here for 10 hours. <laughs> But even more damning than the state's evidence was the lack of evidence brought forth by my colleague. Witness after witness who couldn't tell funny without an applause sign in front of them who clearly suffer from the same delusion the defendant does. So while we should feel mercy for whatever condition impacts his sense of funny and relatability, we must hold him accountable for the actions he has made because of those delusional beliefs. Ladies and gentlemen of Reddit, you've been subjected to a deluge of information tonight. Many questions were asked and in turn... Answers were tendered. It's up to you to decide if those answers satisfactorily seal my client's innocence. My client who has met slanderous accusations head on with grace, dignity, and dare I say, sang Freud. Mm, As you retire to the jury room to deliberate the verdict, I ask you to keep one important question in mind. The only question that matters. Does Brian Quinn know funny? I believe that the evidence presented tonight proves beyond a reasonable doubt that yes, he does. However, before you begin the task of deciding this man's fate, a decision that will follow him in the podcast world for life, I think it behooves me to address the elephant in the room. May it please the court – I'm not referring to the prosecutor who, incidentally, I just used up like an off-brand tampon. <laughs> See, that's funny. I know that. <laughs> This elephant isn't an annoying bottle dump ass clown with two missing tusks. <laughs> this elephant is a question. That question is, why does Brian Quinn, a man who by all outward signs appears to have made it, care what anonymous commenters say about him in an internet forum? I've heard the murmurs to the effect in this very courtroom. Q is thin-skinned. Q is a delicate flower. He was a bitch. He was a pusshole. He was a snowflake. Before you condemn my client as such, I ask you to consider some mitigating factors that not only contribute to his hypersensitivity, but also fully explain why some recently used the word unrelatable when referring to Brian Quinn. I'd cite a legal precedent set in one of the most controversial criminal cases in American history. The People of the Republic of Texas versus Ethan Couch. For those of you not familiar with the case... A wealthy teenage boy killed four people in a drunk driving accident. <laughs> Instead of being sentenced to what easily might have been a 20-year prison term, he was told he, was, he must attend an expensive rehab facility. It was determined by a, psychiatric, by a psychiatrist that this good old boy from Texas suffered from affluenza, <laughs> a condition resulting from having lived such a sheltered, isolated, and excessively wealthy lifestyle. The primary symptom of this disease is that due to his extravagant wealth and privilege, 
the team was completely incapable of making the connection that bad behavior could, in fact, result in negative consequences. Now you're saying, Brian Quinn isn't a murderer? <laughs> what does that case have to do with him? No, Brian Quinn isn't a murderer. Or maybe he is. <laughs> I don't know. That's not what this trial is about. <laughs> I submit to you that my client suffers from an undiagnosed case of affluenza that is even more severe than that quadruple murderer. <laughs> whose debt to society was paid off in full by riding horses around and engaging in therapeutic interpretive dance. <laughs> Give that a moment to sink in. Ethan Couch was simply wealthy. I won't deny that my client, my client is also wealthy. I won't deny that my client is also wealthy. We've all seen the globe trotting via Instagram. We've heard the estate planning that ex- excludes lifelong friends from his will, but includes a bunch of mangy cats. <laughs> However, exorbitant wealth is only the tip of this mentally impaired iceberg. Brian Quinn Heisenberg. also. Oh, however, exorbitant wealth is only the tip of this mentally impaired iceberg. Brian Quinn also suffers from a host of comorbid afflictions. He's intelligent. He's witty. He's wickedly handsome. He's a former firefighter. He is a world class coxman. <laughs> Now, in addition to the aforementioned, all of which he's been dealing with for the most of his adult life, in recent years, he's become a world-famous star of the hit TV show and Practical Jokers. But you also need to remember that he's that there's more to Brian Quinn than looks, money, and privates he would have once had every right to be proud of. <laughs> Deep down, he's quite simply a good man. He's a good man who wore skeletos to a podcast... <laughs> Anticipating backslapping, congratulations for a joke well done. It was instead met with confusion and perfunctory, perfunctory, brushing off. He's a good man who truly believed in his heart of hearts that inundating working class listeners with complaints about one percenter tax <laughs> issues would foster rapport, if not pity. He's a good man who thought adding the title colonel to his name would endear him to the masses. When these and countless other missteps failed to delight the Reddit <laughs> anthill, instead of finding humor what Mr. Quinn did, in, instead of finding humor what Mr. Quinn did bring to the any given episode, they proceeded to viciously and unrepentantly assassinate my client's character. What recourse did Mr. Quinn have in regard to these cruel and degrading remarks? None. Comments left by trolls can't be removed like so many Halloween decorations after trick-or-treaters <laughs> purloin a bit of sod. <laughs> That's not the world we live in. Instead, he addressed the matter on the, on the podcast and is sitting before you today because he put himself on trial. The trolls won. They succeeded in making a man who obviously knows funny second-guess himself. I'm sorry. Did I say the trolls won? Allow me to clarify. The trolls won a battle. Tell him Steve Dave wins wars. Would anyone argue that since this inception of Tell him Steve Dave, the winner of the 2010 podcast awards for People's <laughs> Choice and Best Comedy Podcast, Brian Quinn, the humble sound guy, hasn't made a tre- tremendous contribution to this show? Wasn't it Brian Quinn who introduced us to Scooter Dude? Wasn't it Brian Quinn who regaled us with tales of fucking beauty pageant winners? Wasn't it Brian Quinn who taught us that Blaze of Glory is the only song worth finger-banging to and has done so for decades with nary a trace of assist on his, on his person? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it – well, 
I'm sure there are more examples, but you get the point. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in a world where self-regard and narcissism reign supreme, I implore you to reach down deep inside yourself and grab a hold of an oft-neglected motion, empathy. Humor me for just a moment, and please put yourself on Brian Quinn's very expensive Wu-Tang edition Nikes that met the band signed for him. Can anyone in this jury say with certainty that if dealt the, the consistent royal flesh hands that Brian Quinn has been dealt, that we would have behaved differently? Think differently? What if you lived in a world where praise and adoration is perpetual? A world where a joke told is a joke met with breath-robbing guffaws, regardless of its dubious comedic value? A world where every personal anecdote, no matter how tedious and banal, results in an edge-of-their-seat audience? Perhaps it's not Brian Quinn who's responsible for this overreaction. Could it be the onus lies with an ever-demanding public who can't see past celebrity to humanity? <laughs> Brian Quinn is a prisoner of adulation and he's serving a life sentence. <laughs> the prison is mine, good people. Do the right thing, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, and vote that the hate Brian Quinn received on Reddit was unwarranted because of Brian Quinn's reality has indeed become that of unchecked solopism. Solopsism? <laughs> then it's inarguable that my client does, in fact, no funny. Thank you. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm ready to roll right now. There's a lot of tears in the courtroom wow. right now. Wow. I, we, I, we've brought them to tears. It's, I'm uh, sure the listeners are crying too at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's up to the judge now to direct the, ju- the, the jurors on what they must do. Yep, you have to go to uh, TESD Cares uh, Reddit, right? Is, mm-hmm. that, is that it? Uh, yep. That's the thread. And you have to have, be registered by a certain point. If you're not registered and you're hearing this, you can't vote. It's too late. It's already been locked down. Mm. And then when uh, and then when we return, right. we will read the verdict and we'll find out your fate. And I'll live by it. Hey, you want to do a popular vote too on Twitter just to see what the popular vote? It won't mean anything. But we could do a poll on <laughs> no, Twitter. No, 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 no. Just like real life. No, no. I, no you're we just set forth the rules. I'm, I'm willing to stick by the rules. One in ten shows. One out of every ten shows you'll appear on. Wow. That's your your island. If I lose, I'll do it. It's like fucking, what was that? It was like Castaway. Yeah. You, could, you might have to go home. And get him as my Wilson. And you'll try to... <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave. <laughs> well, pull yourself together. You're a lady, moral weathers, and you know you can't be tethered. You're a demon on the loose. Some half-baked, half-whipped, sticks himself in front of you.
We missed you in the morning The afternoon is yours Cause you are violent Angry Vicious and pernicious You are deadly in a fight If you face down all your fears You cowardly but inwardly You say you simply want a hug But nobody will love you You're deadly like the wolf This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>